0: Our next guest, honestly, Jared, I've been in awe of what he's done this year. I've seen him live a couple of times when he's he's come to Adelaide, and I've certainly watched him a lot on Fox. So I think he's one of the hardest-working athletes that we have in this country, and he's a four-time NBL MVP and the star of the Perth Wildcats joins us. Bryce Cotton's his name. Bryce, thanks so much for your time.
1: No problem. Glad to be here.
0: Do you ever rest? Like he, he, John really doesn't take you off forty minutes every every match. You get banged up. You, you must be sore, Bryce, and appreciating the rest that you've got.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, like it comes with the territory. I'm definitely enjoying all the work that I, you know, put in and the work we put in as a team. But you got no time to feel sorry for yourself now. The playoffs are around the corner, so in my mind, I'm not sore.
0: No, you've just got a couple more weeks with a lot left to achieve. Now, I'm no, I'm no basketball analyst, so so bear with me, but I, f- I feel like the best players, what they do off the ball sets them up for what they do with the ball. And I go and watch you play, and you're never stationary. You're running off screens, you're trying to get open. Often you're double teamed, and you've got to make the right decision under serious pressure. So how long did it take you to get comfortable with that work rate that was required when you don't have the ball in your hands?
1: I think I've always been comfortable with it just because uh, I do the same stuff every offseason. So um, my body staying the same weight as well uh, pretty much since I left high school allows me to stay in the same shape year in, year out. So um, it's something I've been accustomed to for a long time. Hmm.
2: Can you tell me about Tucson, Arizona? Uh,
1: I can tell you it's hot. <laughs> like first, uh, there's no beaches to go to, though. So it's just basically dirt and cactus.
2: So <laughs> it's certain <out> cactus <laughs> and basketball courts.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and basketball courts. so um, yeah, it's not really a, a touristy place to go to. I think anytime you hear Arizona, everybody thinks of Phoenix, but yeah uh, I'm proud to be from the uh, the smaller city out of out of the two.
2: Okay, I'm gonna cross Tucson, Arizona off the list of go to <laughs> places that's gone <laughs> even though I wouldn't mind seeing a cactus or two uh, before I, Head uh, elsewhere. Tell us, uh, though, you're, you're heading into finals. So exciting times. Melbourne are the favorites. Uh, what are you going to do best to uh, upset them?
1: Uh, well, first of all, we're not playing each other in the playoffs. they got to get through their uh, semis, and we have to try to get through ours as well. So we don't want to overlook anybody. Uh, we don't even know who we're playing yet. So mm. I think two matchups anyway in the playing game are going to be crazy. But whoever we get is going to be a dogfight.
0: So the preparation you've got, am I right in saying it could be up to three weeks with, with no matches? Look, that, that doesn't sound ideal. Bryce, how are you going to handle that?
1: Um, I think we just treat it almost like it's preseason, but with a little bit less work rate. You know, you try to find a happy medium where guys are getting their work in, but at the same token, you don't want to overwork yourself either, because with this opportunity to try to come into playoffs fresh, you got to try to find that uh, perfect balance.
0: Hmm. It seems like a long time ago like ages ago you started two and five and the pressure was there as it has been for at least one season in Perth the fans are pretty ferocious and the pressure is is hot and they expect you to win and play finals every year. I thought the leadership the group showed um, right from the top through to your coach John and and the players as well and the response that you had you went on an extraordinary winning streak. Um, how impressed were you with the way the club handled that heat at the start of the year?
1: I mean, I think we did a very good job, you know, clawing ourselves out of that hole. But uh, the one thing about it is I think staying in the moment is what helps you the best. You know, No matter how good things are going or how bad things are going, you got to stay in the moment, take it one game at a time and one week at a time. And, you know, you fast forward four or six weeks later, we look up and we were around fourth or fifth spot. And so we realized, hey, all we got to do is just keep doing what we're doing and we might end up in a pretty good position.
2: Mm. Hutchie actually told us he flew over and read the riot act. Is, uh, <laughs> is there any truth in that? <laughs> Say that again? Hutchie, your owner and our boss, mm-hmm. he tells us he, he flew over and got you in a corner and just sort of showed you how to do it, read the riot act, and uh, <laughs> demanded a better performance. And evidently you all responded.
1: Ha. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if that's, if
2: that's what he said, that's the story. That we're, <laughs> we're sticking with it. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, Bryce Cotton is with us from the Perth Wildcats. They're sitting and waiting patiently after qualifying for the top two and earning themselves some rest. Bryce Cotton has won his fourth NBL MVP, if you don't mind, and he's with us on Sports Day. Uh, you can't say anything about the refs, so I will. All so right. don't 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 get yourself in trouble here. It's been an ordinary year for the refs in the NBL, and I think that has been heavily scrutinised. And a lot of the teams have been frustrated across the board. Bryce, what are some of the rule adjustments? So let's not focus on the refs for the league. What advice would you have? with the rules on how we can make it a better game and how we can get a better result and more accurate officiating?
1: Um, I mean, as far as accurate officiating goes, you know, refs by humans and, you know, just naturally, you know, they're not going to see everything. So you have to understand just as competitive as we may be and intense, the the emotions might be, refs are going to miss calls, which are natural. And, um, I'm not going to have any advice for them. My job is to adjust to you know how how the game is called. So Mm. they do what they're going to do, and you know I just got to make sure I'm I'm in the right headspace. So um, yeah.
0: How much do you analyze on film your upcoming opponents and the tactics they may use against you? Because some teams have had more success than others against you individually.
1: Um, I don't. I watch all the games. Like whoever's playing, I'll watch them in real time. And I feel like I get a better tendency or better feel for what players' tendencies are and what teams' tendencies are when you watch them in real time versus just watching clips.
2: Mm. And I think we're all embarrassed as a uh, as uh, people from this nation, Bryce. That uh, there's been such a stuff up with your uh, application for citizenship. Has that finally come through?
1: Well, my citizenship. Yeah. No. But I mean, even if it did, I don't, I don't want to play anyway. So it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm enjoying my life in Australia, and I'm still a permanent resident, and I'm super grateful for that. So uh, I'm not complaining at all.
2: Okay. Mm. Well, we are. We think it's a stuff up. We, we unfortunately <laughs> uh, would love to be playing for the Boomers.
1: Yeah, it'll, it'll be a nice uh, what if conversation, I guess, that people get to have. But um, yeah, i I've, I've definitely moved on from that.
0: Yeah, you have been quite outspoken with your time in the NBA uh, this year. Do you do you watch much of the the stuff from the NBA or are you you more focused on the stuff here?
1: Um, I'll watch certain players, you know. I don't have a favorite team or nothing, but I'll watch a lot of Steph,
0: Dame,
1: mm. and um, Jalen
0: Brunson. Like yeah. basically any that are little
1: or smaller in size, those are the ones I like to watch.
0: Yeah, no, I can see why. Take take me inside your mindset because, uh, look, you clearly want the ball in the biggest moments and you're not afraid to, uh, I guess, put yourself out there and shoot when you need to shoot, even though from the TV it looks like, gee, that's a that's a ridiculous or risky shot and then it goes in. When you're in that zone, what does it feel like?
1: Um, I mean, if you're in a zone, you know, you're so focused, you're not really aware of it, but I think, just trust the work that you put in in the off season honestly you know you shoot or at least me i shoot so many shots every day in the off season that are game shots that i would normally take uh in the game whether it looks like it's a good shot or maybe it's kind of contested the majority of the shots i take i practice over and over so i just trust that you know the results will be good more times than it won't
0: yeah uh, tell me about your young teammate uh Alex Saar, who's you know, slated to be the, the second pick in the NBA draft, he hasn't played a lot of minutes. So I think you've protected him pretty well, but his most recent outing, he got more opportunities. There was nothing riding on the game, and he's really impressive. Lots of NBA scouts watching. Will you unleash him a little bit more through the playoffs, do you think, or have you got the balance right?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what you meant by protecting him, but I feel like when Alex is done with the opportunities he's been given – you know, he's capitalized on them for the most part throughout the whole season. So, you um, mm. so know, now we're at the tail end of the season. It's all about trying to be the last team standing. So uh, whenever Alex's number is called, you know, he's not afraid of the moment. So I got no doubt he'll step up big time whenever his number's
0: called. Yeah, what, what makes him uh, so highly touted? Is it his length and his defensive capabilities the most?
1: Uh, I think all of that. And then, you know, obviously how young he is, and he's so, I, I feel like with his mindset, he has no ego. I mean, I've said that over and over. And the fact that he's willing to listen to anybody, whether it's coach, a starter, or a guy who doesn't really play a lot on our team, he's all ears to anybody. And I think that is an underrated uh, personality trait that'll take him a long way that will allow him to continue to grow as a player.
2: Mm. You're uh, 31. How many more years do you want to play for?
1: Um, I mean, I don't acknowledge my age, so I just, I keep playing as long as I'm feeling good, and, you know, I still feel good, so I'm not really looking at the end of the tunnel at the moment.
0: Yeah. Who's who's won the most NBL MVPs? Is it, is it is it our man Andrew Gaze? Bryce, do we know that off the top of your head? Say that again? Is Andrew Gaze got the most number of individual MVPs in the league? You'd be chasing that down, wouldn't you? What's he got, seven or eight? something like that yeah you, you might knock him off there's, there's no reason with the way that you prepare yourself uh, you can't get to that level and we hope you do uh, i've been chasing you to get you on this program for for a long time yeah, so Russell I, appreciate, just run through. He's filthy. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on bryce uh good luck mate thanks for your time all right cheers
1: thank you guys